Coming up on the Branding Deep Dive Podcast. After all these allegations came out, these things came out, obviously, like, you know, Neiman, they all make very good money. Like, this is our livelihood playing chess. Like, they don't have other jobs, you know? Like, they're, like some, some chess players are, like, streamers on Twitch. They make YouTube videos. They, you know, they do commentary. You know, they, like, do chess commentary, things like that. But their livelihood revolves around chess. So you can, you can, say, you can see, like, how devastating it could be to have a cheater like branded as a, being a cheater, you know, it's like it's basically it, it, it can ruin your career for the rest of your life, and it can make your game. You can't you can't play in tournaments. You're not gonna have respect on your name. Whatever you say, the credibility is always gonna be a, you know question. So this is the craziest news that just came out recently. Was like yesterday, uh, Neiman is dropping a one hundred million dollar defamation suit against Carlson. This is Ahmed Shima and welcome to the Branding Deep Dive podcast. If you're new here, this is a podcast where we have in-depth discussions about what brands are doing well to drive customer loyalty and how you can take those principles and apply them to your own brand. Today's a little bit of a different episode. Our producer Momo is joining us to dive into the scandal that is shaking up the chess world right now, where Magnus Carlsen has accused Hans Niemann of cheating. And most recently, Neiman sued Carlson for $100 million. In this episode, we dive deep into what actually happened and what lessons we can learn from this whole saga from a branding and business perspective. If you're into chess or just curious about what's been going on, this episode is a must listen. Now, here's Momo. Momo, thank you for coming on the show. I want to get right into it, man. This stuff is trending. I've seen, I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing it in random podcasts. I, I saw this in uh, the My First Million podcast, which is a business podcast. Yeah. I'm talking about the whole chess cheating scandal. Uh, I know yeah. a name, Hans. I know there's another guy. I don't know the full story. Talk me through what's going on. Uh, I want to understand what's happening, and then I want to extract and see if there's any branding lessons uh, that the audience can take for their own personal brands or, or small business brands. Yeah. Kima, do you play chess? I played like two weeks ago for the first time in years. Okay. Okay. I actually never played chess up until 2020. And that's actually when chess took a big leap in uh, playing numbers. People buy chess sets all over. Um, and I think people, there was like a big... Because of COVID, people were going back to board games. People were going back to, like, the original things that, you know, cured boredom for thousands of years. And chess was a game, you know, that played thousands of years. So if you – I remember I looked at Google Trends, and there was, like, a big uptick in 2020. And then the Queen's Gambit came out. I don't know if you saw that show on Netflix. In yeah, October yeah, yeah. I heard about that, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it was, like, a big chess show. I watched it. I got into it September 2020, so it was perfect in October 2020. Um, and I got really into the chess after that. and then. So now I'm like, you know, I'm keeping up with the news. I know the big personalities. And Magnus Carlsen, he's like he's like LeBron right now. He is the GOAT. This guy was playing chess since he was like three years old. He's, you know, he's a, he's five-time world champion. He is he's a legend in the making. Like, he's making millions off this chess stuff, right? So, like, he's probably the most famous and the best chess player in the world right now. So, um, I believe – He's ranked I forgot one. which country he's from. He's ranked number one. He is – He's the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is uh, – people argue, like, LeBron, you know, every day is the GOAT. But, like, 
whatever. But he's no like reason. unquestionably the goat right now. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no there's no doubt in it. It's like when MJ was playing, you know? Like mm-hmm. hold on, so he won six six champs back to back. Um so he's the goat of chess. And you know, that's him. That's you you can't take that away from him. And Hans is an American player, so his name is Hans Neiman. He's a, he's like a nineteen year old, you know? So he's like uh-huh. new to the game, you know. Uh, uh like Carlson was, was like thirty one. He's been doing this since he was five. Like he played against uh Kasparov, which you took you, you saw Terry. the masterclass that have in chess, yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. And on uh, on masterclass, he taught one of those, yeah, right? Yeah. So OG, he was like play, played against him, he he gave him a run for his money. Um and so he's 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 been playing it for a while, but Hans new kid on the block, right? And now they're coming out with this cheating scandal. So basically, the way it started is like they were supposed to play in a tournament together, and they're doing a tournament promotion, right? This was a while ago. Uh, they were like playing on a board in the sand in the beach or something to like you know like promote it. Um, the games were casual, but you know like Carl said like you know he's five time world champ. He's from Norway. He's he's giving this man the hand. You feel me? So. He was beating him. It was undecided. Like, he was beating him for sure. Like, you know, it was decisive, you know. Um, and then, uh, Neiman, you know, he, he, like, he played the same way. Nothing happened. And then they played against each other in this tournament. And then Neiman won. Right. So you're saying when they were playing casually, casually Neiman yes. lost. Five, top five times out of five. Like, he was out, you know. Like, so at this, like, was at this, like, whatever casual event that they were at. He lost like yeah promotion. It wasn't it was even like close. A promotional event, yeah, yeah, it wasn't uh-huh. even close. And then you're saying they get to an actual tournament. Then they get to an actual tournament, and Neiman and... Uh, Neiman wins. Oh okay. Yeah. It, Neiman wins, and it was an upset, right? So Carlson, right after that happened, he quit the tournament and like protest, right? After Neiman won, mm-hmm. he like he just basically quit the tournament. And he didn't say anything for weeks. And I remember when this came out, we were talking about it, right? When he just quit and he didn't say anything for weeks. He like t- he had some vague tweets out like, oh, you know, like, oh, when the truth comes out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those like vague, like, he's like, that's how you know Carlson is good, like, big league. Because he's sending out tweets like NBA players. You feel me? Like, uh. <laughs> like you know, like, he's sending subliminal tweets, you know, about what happened. And then like, People were suspecting cheating. That's why he quit over. He was protesting. But he didn't really say anything, right? And then people were like, oh, what happened? And then it came out that Neiman, like when he was like 14, 15, earlier on, he when he played online games, he would, he would cheat, right? Like, but I, like he, say, he said, you know, I used to cheat when I was a kid, but I've never cheated recently. I don't cheat, right? That's what he, that's what he was saying. It came out. That came out. Some news came out. And then it added hmm. more to the chess world, you know, it added fire to the flame because Carlson was quiet at this time. It came out that Neiman used to cheat. So, like, they're like, okay, so basically Carlson is saying he cheated. But Carlson hadn't, hadn't said anything at this point. It was just like, it was like Cold War Russia. Like, like it was implied, <laughs> but it wasn't really said, you know? So, Hans Neiman admitted that he was cheating and everything like that. And then Carlson came out and basically accused Neiman of cheating, right? So Hans admitted to cheating in the past on online games, right? In the past. In the past. In the yeah. past in online games, but not yeah. against uh not over uh, the board. Not over the board or not in like tournaments. Not against Carlson. Yeah, yeah. 
Not against Carlson. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then now Carson yeah. is saying that he cheated. He did cheat. The way these high-level chess players work, right? They're like, they know up until like move 20, they know all the moves that are going to happen. Like, mm. like they know all the opening moves, all the opening sequences, the things that happen. So if you watch a chess tournament, it's like boom, 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 boom. And then they get to a point where there's like a, it could go either way. And then that's the, that is called like in the middle game. It's going to decide where the game's going to go. But up until that point, they know all the combinations uh, of the most popular like opening plays of like what, what their opponent uses, what they like to use, what they're usually going to do, how they're going to respond up until like, the games are not decided up until really the middle game and then the end game. And if you're like, if you're really a pro player, like sometimes you don't, you'll just try a new opener just to throw your opponent entirely off, right? Because that's not what they're mm. expecting at all, like a crazy opener. Because what they're expecting, that I'm a counter with this, he's going to counter with this, bada bing, bada boom. It's going to be like, it's almost like, uh, it's like a warm up basically to get to the actual game. Yeah. So, but what happens is when a chess player, like, is you know, and obviously they're all human, so they're not going to make the ideal moves every time. Um, only like a chess engine or a chess computer would like you know can make like the ideal move. This is the right move to make at this point to win the game, to have a better chance of winning the game, etc. Hmm. So when you know Neiman was hitting all these moves, and like he's like Carlos is like, bro, like how did he do this move? How is he hit? Like there's no way. Like I played against this guy. There's no way. He just, you know, he just knew this move. Like, he thought of this. He came up with this. He decided he's going to do this on his own, right? So that's basically, like, what that – and that's what Carlos suspected. That's what he accused him of. And then Chess.com came out with, like, a thousand-page report about how he uh, – they suspected that Neiman cheated in, like, 100 games in, like, the past, right? Oh, So really? that was a big bombshell as well. Big bombshell. They came out with this report. Uh. Chess.com came out with it. And then now they're like, oh, man, you know, like, he's cheating. He's a cheater. Like, and there's a, there's a, he's like, he's like, he's climbing up. He's like a grandmaster. He's 19 years old. He's building up a name for himself, right? Another thing yeah. that I noticed or I found when I was kind of looking into this, in addition to this, so this chess report comes out. But Carlson also says that um, Hans's mentor, the guy that taught him chess, his name's Delugi, I think. I don't know if I'm saying that right. But he was banned yeah. by Chestack.com for two cheating incidents in 2017 and 2020. And so Dang. that's another reason why Carlson thought that Hans was cheating. What happens next, right? And this is the craziest part. And this is the part that's like uh, setting everything on fire. You know, like, uh, what's his name? Magnus accused him of cheating. Carlson accused him of cheating. Um, his mentor was, you know, uh, was banned for being a cheater. Neiman's mentor, you know, um, his, his, uh, amazing moves against Carlson made, you know, like made him suspect him of cheating. And then he basically, this report came out from chess.com. That's, you know, that's really like damning, basically. Like it's a damning report. Can, can you, uh, you, can know, you talk about the AI piece ahead. a little bit? So I think my understanding is that like, a chess grandmaster. If you, so, basically, what they did is they ran an analysis on um, how close to AI, yeah, based on like your last you know hundred games or whatever, how close to AI the grandmasters were. And I think like the top yeah. grandmasters were like sixty, seventy percent, something like that. Don't quote me on that, but like yeah. something like that. Yeah. And then yeah. they looked at Hans, and he was like, literally, he had multiple games at a hundred percent. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's right. that's why yeah, that is correct. That's what the basically what the chess.com report was saying. And basically these chess AIs they're known as like chess engines, right? There's stockfish, there's multiple chess engines. And back in the day, this was in nineteen ninety seven, Gary Kasparov, OG Grand Chess Master, he talks about chess a lot, he teaches chess, he does like complex videos about chess, uh he does the master class on chess, OG Grandmaster, he played against this first IBM chess computer. And this back in the day when to get a chess engine computer like that to be the grandmaster, it was like those big wires computers. It looked like the Enigma, mm. the movie, you know what I'm saying? Like it was like those big, huge computers, right? But obviously we made so many advancements in uh in hardware and software that my computer, like a like a Chromebook, it can run one of those um one of those chess engines, right? And basically what it does on, is it on, analyzes on. Hold, yeah. hold on. Did you say your Chromebook can beat Gary Kasparov? My my smartphone can beat Gary Kasparov, basically, right? Any chess engine. They have it on, like, the smartphone apps. Easy. Uh, That's crazy. These are, like, advanced chess Look, I, I can understand. And, so I can understand, like, a MacBook or an iPhone or something. But you're saying your Chromebook can do it? A Chromebook can do it. I'm, I'm being that serious. A Chromebook is online, bro. Like, the chess engine, everything's in the cloud, man. It's 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Chromebooks are not as bad as what they used to be. I'm not talking about like the clunky, you know, uh, Chromebooks that kids use. They probably can still do it. But I'm, well, in this example, I'm using a nice Chromebook. I don't want to disrespect. That's why Mr. Kasparov. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to call it from me. Uh, You're gonna get a defamation yeah. lawsuit, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't want a defamation lawsuit. But basically, uh, these computers they can they can they're what they do is they analyze all the best scenarios, all the scenarios that could happen and they give the best moves and they rank like this is the best move to take here and this is the best move and it uses like a centipon ranking to rank which side has better chances of winning. So if you ever play chess against like a, or you like analyze your games after you play online, there's like a little bar that moves up and down for white or black, like who's winning, who's who has the best chance of winning and sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm allowed this, I don't even play chess that much but Sometimes you're like, man, it's even. And then you make one stupid move and your bar <laughs> just drops all the way down. <laughs> your bar is down here, right? Like, this doesn't happen in the Grandmaster game. It's like, it's, like, it's like right in the middle, right in the middle, right in the middle. And then there's like, mm. it can, sometimes it fluctuates and that's when it gets crazy. But, and like, if me and you were to play, our bars would go like, you know, <laughs> it's back and forth. It's yeah, anybody's yeah, yeah. game, you know, like, it, we're just, we're novices. Um, so these AIs, that's how they, that's how they're able to like, catch cheating. They're able to like compare, you know, Grandmaster plays against the AIs, uh, and what like they predict is the best move, like Stockfish and a bunch of other chess engines. And basically, uh, like you said, like you said, Demon had, you know, like basically it was like a hundred percent with the machine, which is impossible. Like very, like, you know what I'm saying? He'd have to be like. I it's like you really impossible basically, and after all these allegations came out, these things came out. Obviously, like you know, Newman, they all make very good money. Like this is their livelihood playing chess. Like they don't have other jobs, you know. Like they're like mm. some some chess players are like streamers on Twitch. They make YouTube videos. They you know they do commentary. You know they like do chess commentary things like that. But their livelihood revolves around chess. So you can right. you can say you can see like how. Devastating it could be to have a cheater like branded as a, being a cheater, you know. It's like it's basically it, it, it can ruin your career for the rest of your life, and it can 
make your game. You can't you can't play tournaments. You're not gonna have respect on your name. Whatever you say, the credibility is always gonna be you know question. So this is the craziest yeah. news that just came out recently. Like yesterday, right. um, Neiman is dropping a one hundred million dollar defamation suit against Carlson, and that's that's I mean a hundred M, you know. That's that's a lot of money, um, and Carlson. That's I like never work again, money. That. Yeah, that's never work again, money. That don't you worry about chess home. You're good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Forget about it. Uh, you can just chill out. You know, even if you're a cheater, it doesn't matter. You win this, it doesn't really matter. You're winning. Uh, but so, so, he so what? What you just said, like, so I was gonna wait for this, but what you just said is kind of what I was gonna highlight here. So basically there's a lot of lessons that we can take from a branding perspective um, from this yeah. whole incident. But one of the things that I can't help but think is that these guys are both grand masters of chess. These guys probably thought through every single scenario of every single move that they could play in like the real world as well. Right? Like it's not like, and so I'm thinking, what if this is Hans's like checkmate in real life? to make a hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? Like what if he's just like this whole time he was just trying to make a hundred million dollars. If you can, if he can actually prove like this is play, there's a, that's a lifetime play right there. That's cheated. If he can prove he that, never cheated. That's a he, lifetime he checkmate, prove, man. That's a lifetime. He won life. Forget about chess. But if he, like, <laughs> he won the game, he yeah. Cheat, he, I think for me, like if he can prove he didn't cheat, you know what I'm saying? Like inclusively, you can definitely the case for that it defamed him is definitely a strong case. It ruined. I mean, like we're hearing about it. Me and you are not really super into chess, and we're hearing about this. We've never. Heard, I've never heard about Hans Neiman. I've heard about Carlson up until the cheating scandal. You know, so I'm only hearing about him in bad light. So he can definitely make the argument that you know it's a defamation. If he, but he can if he can just prove that it was a wrongful defamation. He didn't actually cheat. That's 100 M's in the bank. And Carlson can pay it. You know what I'm saying? Carlson yeah, is, can it, pay is he actually it. worth so, more than 100 million? He's worth than, like, he's basically, uh, he's buying uh, chess.com. They're buying the, his app. Uh, it's called Play Magnus app. Um, basically, mm. where you play against him, the moves that he'd make. It's basically an, a chess engine based around the moves that he would make, right? And they're, oh, okay. they're I'm spending, looking at this. Um celebrity net worth thing right now and i don't know how accurate yeah. this is you know you know how all this stuff is so it yeah. says he's worth 50 million yeah they're buying this app for nearly 83 million oh really okay this just play back so, this app just so just he, that so he's up you know? there he's up there yeah. he's been playing, playing chess for a long time he's been winning tournaments for a long time he has sponsorships with chess for a long time and the thing is especially after 2020 chess has taken a boom on twitch on YouTube, they have celebrities yeah. play tournaments. Chess take, took like a huge, you know, leap in how much it, how much is viewed and how much consecutively, like consecutively, it makes right. So definitely, Carlson can be, you know, he's one of those money makers. Like I said, eighty three million just for his app, you know, uh, yeah. and Chess dot com. They have a lot of those. They have like they had an app where you're playing back from the Queen's Gambit. Um, like, you know, like in, in the chess app, right? Chess.com, like, makes you, they stream, they stream actual tournaments. They have tournaments themselves. 
they're like one of the biggest, you know, if not, they're the biggest chess app, right? So, hmm. you know, them, he's Neiman, the case is making, they're colluding because chess.com came out, they're poor, they're going to buy Carl Magnuson's app. They, you know, it's in their favor to do this. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out in the next, you know, yeah. in the next months. But it's definitely crazy that it's chess is, you know, chess player can even sue for that much or chess player can even make that much. And just the, just the implications that it can have on name and likeness, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, just crazy. absolutely. I think, so for the audience that's listening and is thinking like, hey, why are we talking about chess? We're going to get into the lessons here. So one of the reasons I, I want to start doing a little bit more of these is just to like kind of highlight that you can take branding lessons and maybe not even branding lessons, but general business lessons uh, from a wide array of experiences, things that are happening, right? So I think first off, you're mentioning that, I mean, we'll get into the whole cheating scandal in a sec, but first off, you're mentioning that uh, Magnus Carlsen is about to sell his app for $83 million. So this is in it of itself a, a big lesson, right? Like, especially in sports and anything where, forget sports, anything where you can say you are the best at something, you automatically command premium pricing. You command a premium. You co- you command certain respect that comes with being the best, right? So LeBron can charge yeah. more for his shoes, right? Magnus Carlson can charge whatever to play against him. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. because you are the best at something, you can charge an arm and a leg and people are willing to pay that premium to be associated with the best, right? And so that's lesson mm-hmm. one. From a branding standpoint, I think a lot of people... Uh, especially if they're just trying to build their business right now, they're not necessarily looking at like, I'll talk about the podcast, for example, right? One of the things that I've struggled with um, is like, I I want this to be a vehicle that reaches more people and is, uh, you know, helping people grow their business and all that stuff. But at the same time, it's like, if I want to get there, I have to become better as a host, better, better as like a video editor, video producer, and, and just synthesizer in general, right? I have to develop my skills and I have to become at a level where people like, you know, I actually have something of value to say. When I do that, then I think the rest will kind of follow. But um, that's that's number one, right? Being the best carries weight. Number two, if we look at the whole cheating scandal, I think one of the things that you have to look at is that uh, when you are called a cheater, right? There are certain situations. I'll give you an example. For the Formula One fans, if you remember what happened in Abu Dhabi of 2021, uh, basically, you you know, we don't have to get into the whole debate here, but Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton go head to head on the last lap and Max Verstappen ends up winning because of a series of like weird events that basically happened, right? Now, Lewis Hamilton, what he does in this, yeah, yeah, in this time period is Lewis Hamilton goes off of all social media, he doesn't make a sound for 40 days, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because he was like, everyone saw what happened and there was no, like everyone's coming to his defense for him, right? They were speaking to his character, right? And they're speaking to like all the hard work that he put in, right? And then he didn't have to go out and, uh, you know, say anything. Right. But now on the other yeah. hand, what we have here in the case of Hans is that like, okay, this guy looks sketchy as it is because he's admitted to cheating in the past. Now yeah. 
because you have this black stain on your reputation, you have to go out and defend your honor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas like mm-hmm. if, if he had a clean record, right. And this is something that is like, this is beyond just like business branding, but this is like your personal branding in life in general is like, once mm-hmm. you have a black stain of whatever, like you're known as a liar, known as a cheater, it's very hard to shake those because people yeah. will always remember, Oh, like I remember it was just one time, you know, Momo did X, Y, Z. Right. And it's once yeah. you lose trust, it's very hard to regain that trust. Right. Yeah. And so like, I don't know how the timing was, but like the worst, it seems like one of the really unfortunate things to happen in this whole scenario, assuming let's assume he's innocent for a second. Right. Let's assume he didn't. Mm-hmm. One of the unfortunate things that happened, and this is probably, um, you know, a, a protest move by Magnuson is to kind of highlight these things after he's accusing him. Right. So yeah. it comes to light and so now it's already on everyone's mind that, hey, he is a known cheater. Oh, his mentor is also a known cheater. And so that's like a, you know, you're putting him in a box. That's like a check, right? But then mm-hmm. Hans comes back mm-hmm. with a checkmate. He's like, I'm going to sue you for $100 million, right? So if he does, yeah, yeah. yeah. So th- th- that's one thing. Like, look, number one, ideally, you want to just have a clean reputation and really work hard to guard your reputation. Like when you say you're going to do something, you do it. When you say, yeah. uh, you know, like you, you're, you're not known as a cheater, a liar, any of these things that goes a long way, right? Because if you're known yeah. as these kind of things then people will come to your defense, right? But when there's a little bit of doubt, then people are like, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, then it becomes like a debate. That, then people are on like social media debating, like, did he do it? Did he not? Right. And yeah, there's like, yeah. then there's two sides to the story. So that's number yeah. one. Ideally, you don't want to, you know, black stain on your reputation in the first place. The second thing is if you do mm-hmm. have ghosts in your closet, everyone has skeletons in their closet. I don't know why I called it ghosts, but anyone, yeah. everyone has skeletons in their closet. <laughs> if for whatever yeah. reason, those come to light, right. And yeah. you have to, um, and you're in a situation where like, like Hans is where, you know, you're being accused for something assuming he didn't do it again, that you didn't do, then what you have to do is you have to go on the offensive and try to clear your name. Otherwise, people in that situation will think that you are guilty, right? Because in the case of Lewis Hamilton, when he doesn't speak, like he doesn't need to speak, right? Because everyone saw what happened. But in this case, because no one can figure out what actually happened, and then there's like a black stain on your reputation on top of it, it's like, okay, like if he's not saying anything, it kind of sounds guilty. It's like, you know how like, uh, you, you know, people always yeah. tell you like, you can plead the fifth, but like when you plead the fifth, yeah. the, the jury just thinks you're like super guilty. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to jail, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> yeah. you gotta, you gotta have some stories, like speak up for yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so that's, yeah. um, that, those are kind of my key takeaways from this. And like, of course there's the element of like understanding, uh, just the mass amount of like how to capture attention and capitalize on trends. I think yeah, just the way kind of Carlson kind of carried it out, like you described, I mean, I wasn't following real time, but yeah, right. Like just how things played out, like, okay, he kind of hints at it on social media. You know what I mean? He's yeah. kind of, it's like a, yeah. a, a pro marketing move. Like, Hey, like, I'm not going to say anything explicitly just yet. Yeah. Right. But like yeah. everyone knows, everyone's like speculating now, everyone he's getting, He's he was able to get everyone interested and into the discussion, and start yeah, questioning. 
before yeah. even uh, you know he said anything. Then when he says it, people had already been speculating, oh, like you know, you know, he's cheating and all that stuff. And so, yeah, that's um, those are my branding lessons from here. Now let me ask you this: Let's be. I, uh, let's I, have, I have another. I have actually another another branding lesson. For, yeah, for, go for it from man. that from what we just said. What I, what what's honestly is crazy to think about is that even with a black, you know, all of us, like you said, have ghosts in the closet or skeletons in the closet, <laughs> uh, as you said. Okay, so like all that. of us have like, <laughs> all of us have like, you know, things in our past. What would be crazy is that you know, like if Hans, if he used those, it's like eight mile. Have you ever seen eight mile? Oh, that have is, you ever seen eight mile? That is game, man. It's like that. It's it's like that. It's like yeah, I you know like I mean I was like yeah, I am white. I do live in a trailer with my mom. You know what I'm saying? Like like he's like yeah, and so what? And he said that's like that's you know I I went through that, but you don't know what the heck I've been through, dude. You know? So I was like, hey, tell these people anything. You know what they tell so, tell these people what they don't know about me. Tell these people what they don't know about me, right? So I think it's a pro move to for 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 Hans to be like, you know what? I did cheat in the past. And that is something that I'd own it, own up to it and be like, but in this instance, I did not cheat and it's unfair and, uh, and, uh, a defamation to do that to me. Right. He's owning up to it and it would be worse if he lied and it came out later. But the fact that he's owning up to his skeletons in his closet and he's saying, no, but I am a great player, yeah. you know, regardless of the mistakes that I made in the past and owning right. up to that. And I think that's another branding, you know, lesson that we can take from that is that, to be in the and even with the problems that you bring to the table, to be true to to yourself and how you're moving forward and improving, you know. Yeah, and so I think the the biggest branding principle here may not be it may just be speculation here, um, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to go for it. Is that like, like look, these guys are geniuses. These guys are legit nah. genius. Like they're thinking at another level than me and you, right? And so yeah. if what you're saying is true, so basically you're saying that. He was going in the casual games. He was going light on purpose, just to like, you know, fool Carlson. No, this is speculation. Then he knew. This is speculation. I don't yeah, know. yeah, no, I no, no, no. This, this is all speculation. Yeah. This is all speculation. So yeah. this is what we're saying. Yeah. Hans's master plan could have been okay. Yeah. Let me fool everyone by losing five games in a row, because if I beat Carlson, he's gonna dig up skeletons in my closet, and then when he digs yeah. them up, then I can sue him for a hundred million dollars. Like that's. That's the ultimate yeah. strategy. So again, that branding- is the ultimate strategy. And and even honestly, like like you say, even if he didn't think about it, it to begin with, it's like chess is all about reacting to your opponent's moves. Um, oh, you know, oh. I think him him reacting to what's happening in, in such a quick manner. You know, this happened with all the span of a few weeks. All these things, he's reacting very quickly. He's coming out, responding very quickly. He's and reacting in such a uh, a, a monetarily, uh, you know, positive way. Like potentially, it could be very lucrative, you know. So, uh, him responding that way can also show, like, from a branding perspective. Even you know, like I've seen a lot of brands that take, you know, that that a scandal comes out and they're oh, they're not yeah, quick yeah. on the bounce back. They're not quick on the bounce back. They t- like, right, for example, right. do you remember the BP oil spill? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that was mm. huge. For the brand, for a while, I still use BP because they got good gas. But I'm saying at the time, I didn't use BP for a while. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Like, for a while, because I'm like, man, they just had that spill. I can't use BP, I can't use BP like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but now, like, it, but they didn't respond immediately. It was like the, the people were just bashing BP. They didn't say where you know 
we're doing this, we're cleaning it up, we're working on it, and mistakes happen. They didn't come yeah, out yeah, immediately yeah. and say that. And I think that would have fixed that. But for forever, is this BP oil spill, right? And if Hans hadn't responded quickly and tried to do damage control ASAP, you know what I'm saying? I think it would have been way worse. And I think, especially after the chess.com report, it would have been just like, he's a cheater. He's a cheater. Right, right, right. That's it, yeah. you know? He, and like, like, it would have been impossible to bounce back. It would have been impossible yeah. to bounce back from that. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's, yeah, that's like, again, the, the I think the, the biggest thing here is just to understand, um, and like really, a lot of these business, one of the most read books by business leaders, uh, I'm sure you've yeah. probably heard of this, is The Art of War, right? Definitely, yeah, yeah. And like, so like strategy, planning, knowing how to react to things, like like branding aside, like of course, branding, This is, we can label it under this, but like just business strategy in general, right? Like understanding what moves to make because it can make or break your brand, right? Like how you respond to certain yeah. things, what voice you respond in, right? Like what position you take on certain things can have a super big impact. And that's where it comes. Like you have to know the moves you're like playing and see like 20 steps ahead, right? Really think yeah. through like the implications all the way down. Like how is this going to impact our business and the public perception around our business. Because when we're talking about branding, what we're talking about is that perceived value that people have in their head for your brand. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. how do yeah. you protect that? And that's why like a lot of these like business geniuses, right? Like Peter Thiel, uh, I, I think, I don't think he's like a grandmaster, but like these guys, like the whole PayPal mafia, mafia, I'm pretty sure like they are all like super into chess, right? I'm pretty sure yeah. Peter Thiel, yeah. I, I see here, he was one of the highest ranked under 21 players in the country when he was under 20, yeah. of course. But like, yeah. this is like that skill playing chess gives you this understanding and like this long-term thinking and long-term like understanding of like what the risks are of each strategy that you take. And that's a very yeah. important skill to have. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that comes easy. Like I suck at chess, you know what I mean? So it's one yeah. of the things yeah. I want to yeah. get better at. I think that what, what other implication that we forgot to mention, like you mentioned it earlier about like personal branding is the implication with name and likeness, you know? Um, you know, like you see, for example, the NCAA, all these athletes are signing, you know, name and likeness deals. Like, you know, like just to use their name, their image or their likeness for a certain product, right? And right. people people don't understand really the power of that, right? For example, the Play, the Play Magnus app, right? Because he's the best, like you said, he commands a premium just because of his name and likeness. It's really a chess engine. You're just playing against a computer, but you're playing mm. against a computer that's like magnet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let, let me ask you're you this. You're not you playing that, against a regular computer. Do you think that if Magnus, like this lawsuit goes in the direction of Neiman, do you think that it would take away from Magnus Carlsen's brand and how people perceive him? Because um, I think it would like for if, you know, he didn't cheat and... You, and like, because then you know, he actually he lost, right? He actually took that out. Yeah, he took that out. And then what it would be? It would be it would show him in I think in like the sore losing type. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. like you know, like for example, like Michael Jordan. You know, Detroit Pistons. He still talks about when they lost against him. They didn't like shake his their hand. They didn't shake the team's hand. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They just walked out. And forever, that's gonna like you know Isaiah Stewart couldn't get it to the dream team. All these things gonna happen Buddy. just because. You're branded as a sore loser, huh? Buddy, why would you what? bring this up? We're from Detroit. Okay, I'm just why, saying. Why you got to bring up MJ's side I, right I, now? I, huh? I agree. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, 
once you get that branding as like, hey man, you're not taking the L in stride, you're not taking it positively, it's you know, uh it's very hard to come back from that. But I genuinely don't think it'll, you know, crash Magnus's brand. I think it what will do is definitely elevate Hans's brand. You know what I'm saying? Mm. As like he beat the, this chef grandmaster and he beat him so much so nobody expected that he was accused of cheating. You know? Because right, right, right. that's yeah. you know, that's about like, hey bro, how'd you do that? How'd you just do that? You know, like it's it makes you <laughs> seem like a G, you know. So yeah. it's like if he was actually it's able to prove that in court, you know, nobody could ever say like, "Hey, you cheated on that," you know, during that game. And I think uh, it's it's gonna have some big implications against you know what uh, just because you're you know you have your your poll like uh, Ma- uh, Magnus Carlson, he has this you know insane you know poll as you know the best in the world. Doesn't mean you could just accuse somebody uh, just because right, right, you know, right. they beat you of like cheating, you know? Because yeah, realistically, that, like point. Magnus just suspected it. Yeah, so that, that's a good point. Yeah. I think like one thing that we we see like one personalities get so big. Like if you remember Tiger when he was caught cheating on his wife, a lot of his sponsors yeah. pulled his brand deals because he had yes. this family friendly image, right? Um, yeah, and yeah. so. I think the implications here is that like these guys are so big that uh, of course this is still within the sport. It's not like his personal life, but like once you start, um, you know, different labels start getting ascribed to you, you start losing the perception that people have in your head of you. Right. So like tiger in the past was family friendly, amazing, best golfer of all time. Now it's like, Oh, but he's also a cheater. You know what I mean? Now, like, yeah, because yeah. he's had his whole comeback story, he's been able to come back. Now he's just kind of positive light again, right? And and so there's yeah. kind of ways you can rebound after that and stuff too. But uh, regardless, I think one of the things that we have to understand is that for personal branding, right, when you get to a certain level, you have to think through these things because uh, they have implications. And, like, it's it's you're yeah. playing with people's perceptions. And so now what you're saying is that he could – if he ends up being false, right? If somehow Hans Niemann can prove that he was innocent, then now yeah. Magnus Carlsen is a sore loser and he's basically accusing other people of cheating because he can't take an L, right? And so that's yeah. a totally yeah. different, like, brand. The narrative. Of, of, yeah, yeah the that's a totally different narrative switch. than, like, oh, I'm the greatest yeah. chess player ever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, is is a totally yeah. different yeah. thing, right? And so the, another thing is, Sometimes, sometimes the names, man. I don't know why these chess players have these crazy, like Hans. Who even names their kids Hans? You know, only Hans. I know it's like Hans Zimmer before yeah. reading this guy. Yeah, yeah, Hans. That's it. You know, Magnus Carlson. Hans uh, is a genius you know name. Like Hans Zimmer is a genius. Hans is a genius name. <laughs> yeah. Hans, Hans Zimmer, genius, genius composer. But I would, you know, that's like and then, but like Magnus Carlson, right? Like, is, he has a very unique, memorable name. Yeah. Uh, but. But it's so unique and memorable that you know somebody may call him Magnuson, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, wasn't you that him funny? Magnuson. I don't know why you're laughing out loud. <laughs> you called him Magnuson, bro. He's dying. I, I did? literally I care on the gun left. Yeah, you called him Magnuson. You called him Magnuson. <laughs> that was Formula 40, One. You called him Magnuson. <laughs> 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 you called him I watch I watched, I watched Formula One. We got Kevin Magnuson in Formula One. Yeah, you're like, yeah, Magnuson, you know. Like, <laughs> I was like, you know, Carl. Why didn't you like, say I, anything? I, I, just, I, I was just, I was like, you were on a very deep train of thought. 
I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to be that guy to like derail you, you know, I'd let you finish, but yeah, Carl's Magnuson. Wait, I forgot how to say his name now. Magnus Carlson. <laughs> yeah, you like, sitting there like, like, yeah, yeah, but I messed it up because you messed, you messed it up. But yeah, I'm saying like in the names, sometimes, you know, you just got to go Magnus, you know, and Hans, you know, like, right, you know, right. and, and, and like those, those names can either be a very positive, you know, can like, can have a very positive use or they could be also, you know, can, can have a tough time. Like, like there are a lot of NBA players that j- their name is just, you know, sweet name, you know, like Luka Doncic, like Luka Magic, like, you know, like he has all these, you know, name of likeness, just Luka. You know, I, Trey Young, Ice Trey, like all these nicknames that can spin off. Yeah, and, um, and so I think, um, you, you know, we come from the Islamic perspective, right, where the names we yeah. give our kids have meaning, right? I, I think yeah, maybe yeah. like uh, maybe some people don't have that same belief or view, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I think there there is intentionality behind a lot of a lot of parents behind like what they name their kids, right, and how they want their kids to be. And how they want yeah. to the world to see their kids, right? And so I think yeah, that's another yeah. lesson. I, w- I would like. I mean, I wouldn't. You're not branding your kid for a business, right? You're so not. I wouldn't. Yeah, you're not branding. But you got to give your kid but, a good but, name. You got to give. But your technically, you you are branding them, right? Because what are, is branding, right? So, so the the origin of the the origin of the word branding. Do you know what it came from? Like branding cows. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically, like they would like stamp cows with like you know whatever their number or whatever and that that's what w- branding them would be and so it's a way to yeah. identify the cows and so yes yeah. like when you give your kid a name it's a way to identify this is that kid you know what i mean like this is yeah, oh, yeah. right and so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah in that sense yeah. you are it, it is branding in the in the purest it sense is of branding. branding so <laughs> and and honestly like a lot of times parents are not thinking about like your kid is gonna have to go to middle school you know like yeah. you have to think about <laughs> it. I work in a pediatric. I work in a pediatric hospital. <laughs> Some parents really name their kids the worst names I've ever seen. Like just horrendous names. You know, like give an example. Like you should. I don't, obviously, I do not want to give examples because these names are so <laughs> unique. It'd be a HIPAA violation. It'd be a HIPAA violation. Like, oh, like they would everybody, know? like the kid will know. They would know. Like there's no other person named this. Name, you know? <laughs> so uh, it's just, you just have to like be careful. Like as a parent. You know, like, you know, like you want to give your kid a best life. You do not want them to be immediately bullied in middle school, you know, like, <laughs> and, 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 and like grade school. Like they will have to live with that name for a long time. Or you have to think about the long term implications, you know, of like, you know, of the name. Like people are naming kids around like, you know, they're born in COVID, Corona, all those names. And you're like, man, hmm. that's a long term. That's a long-term name. You know, you have to think about the long-term play, right, right, right. how a name plays out across multiple cultures, multiple things. You want to give your kid versatility, you know? My name, for example, <laughs> it's not my parents' fault, but it's the same first and last name, right? Muhammad Muhammad. And it's like, if I was to go and be any sort of famous person, I would have to be like Michael B. Jordan. I'd have to use that initial, Muhammad B. Muhammad, you know? So, like, there's, like, that <laughs> distinguishing, like, that's, you know, that's Muhammad B. Muhammad, you know, like, you know, like Michael B. Jordan. There was already a Michael Jordan before Michael B. Jordan, you know? So now we know, like, who exactly that is. So it's just, it's just like, those are things his kids, his, his parents never thought about. His name was Michael. Oh, his name was Michael Jordan. Uh, you know, whatever. He'll figure it out. 
But, you know, like that, those are <laughs> things that, you know, we have to live with, you know, <laughs> the name me, the kid. So, Hans, you know, like, sounds, like, sounds like you got I feel some like, pent up like, frustration you're getting out. <laughs> I, I feel like Hans had no option but to be a chess player, you know what I'm saying? Like, he sounds like he's, right. you know, a chess player. Like, or a composer. Hans, you know, or a composer. That's it. Like, you got to do something. You got two career you know? paths. Like, so, you got two <laughs> he's like he's like uh mom i want to be a doctor it's like what do you think we named you hans for <laughs> yeah hans for it. come on bro come on bigger than that dream bigger than that you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no like i'm just, just, just kidding i love my name Now, as always, I have my key takeaways from this episode. But before we get into that, I want to share a clip from our discussion with Abdul Manan on branding lessons from the Figs controversy. President Trump got COVID, tested positive for COVID. He goes into um, hospitals to get taken care of. And it turns out that the president's physician is a DO, which is a doctor of osteopathic medicine, which is just another track towards becoming a physician in America. And the media rips apart the uh, the president's physician for being a DO without knowing what a DO is. If you enjoyed this discussion with Momo, I'm sure you'll also enjoy the discussion with Abdul Manan. Check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. It is episode number three. Now here are my key takeaways. Number one, people will pay a premium for the best. Carlson is in position to sell his app for upwards of $50 million because he's known as the best right now. And number two, once you lose trust, it is very hard to get it back, which is why Neiman is in this whole situation in the first place. And that is all for this episode. If you enjoyed this discussion, please leave a review and share with a friend. It really helps the podcast grow. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.